I want winners. I want people that want to win. You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You got to put your money where your mouth is, Pete. It's not gambling advice. Hello and welcome to Not Gambling Advice. It is Friday, April 21st, and I'm your host, Peter Apple, and Not Gambling Advice is sponsored by Prize Picks. Use code JUSTBASEBALL when you download for a full instant deposit match on the best daily fantasy app. In this episode, I will be giving you two MLB best bets as well as my favorite Prize Picks entry for today. Let's do a quick recap of yesterday because the ball bounced our way. What a feeling. After two home runs amounted to four runs in the first inning, our first five under was almost dead. We had to sweat out the next four innings, but Luke Weaver and Rowanzi Contreras had our backs. They went on to allow just three more hits over the next five innings to give us a winner. That's baseball for you. Anything can happen, and it went our way. Uh, again, I'm using BetMGM lines only this year. There is a link in our episode description. You should use code JBFANS, that's J-B-F-A-N-S, if you are betting on an MLB game. Wager $10 on any MLB money line and receive $100 instantly. Our strike plays record moves to 34-27. and 27. We are plus 4.38 units, but our prize picks entries are 3-8 and eight down 1.05 units. Transparency is key, ladies and gentlemen. Our first game of the day is the Houston Astros versus the Atlanta Braves on Apple TV at 7.15 p.m. Eastern. The pitching matchup is Hunter Brown versus Bryce Elder. I wanted to play the Astros money line, but I wanted to play it because I think Bryce Elder is a great matchup for the Houston offense to mash, but I'm not sold on Hunter Brown against this, against this Braves offense. Before we even get into the Astros offense, I don't love the money line because Hunter Brown is a reverse splits guy. He's very good, but his weakness is against right-handed bats. The top of the lineup is filled with them, and then we have Matt Olson and Ozzy Albies who can hit anyone in front of them. Who can hit anyone in front of them, excuse me. My favorite matchup is the Astros offense in this game, so that's where I'll be directing my attention. Bryce Elder has been off to a great start this year, but some underlying metrics are concerning, and his strength of schedule has been fairly easy. Credit to him for that start against the Cardinals on April 5th, but he hasn't looked quite as sharp since. We spoke about how dreadful the Reds' offense is against right-handers on the road, and Elder gave up six hits in six and a third. No runs were scored, but that doesn't give me, give me much confidence. He then faced a Royals offense that has been struggling and allowed eight hits and three runs against them. Again, box score looks fine, but I see a pitcher due for a rough start. The point is, his whip is at 1-2-5, walks and hits per innings pitched, compared to his ERA at 1-5-3, because he allows plenty of base runners. That's not a recipe for success against the Astros. Elder is a heavy sinker slider fastball guy. That's what he throws 86% of the time. And the Astros crush those pitches. The main bats in the lineup, Kyle Tucker, Jordan Alvarez, Alex Bregman, and Jose Abreu, all have positive run values against those three pitches. Abreu has a negative run value against four seamers last season, but this season it's positive already. Even Martin Maldonado has a solid matchup today. Elder's pitch mix just isn't that good. He's second to last in all of baseball in stuff plus which grades each pitch thrown by a pitcher and compares it to the major league average. Elder is nestled between Kyle Freeland and Austin Gomber of the Rockies at 71, which means his stuff is 29% below league average. His 97 pitching plus has him between Noah Syndergaard and Steven Matz. His 3.72 XRA is slightly above average, 
but he's allowing a 47.9% hard hit rate, placing him in the 16th percentile in baseball, which is the bad kind. This is just a bad matchup for him. The Braves' bullpen is legit, but they are banged up. They're without Rossiel Iglesias, Colin McHugh, and Lucas Litke. They still have some great arms, but most of them are left-handed, which is the Astros' better split. Truist Park also ranks as the third-highest run-scoring environment of the day out of 15 ballparks. This is also an Apple TV game, where we've seen some extra runs pile in. I like the full game over and Astros' money line, but the team total is my best bet. So the pick is the Astros' team total over 4.5 at plus 105. That's one unit to win 1.05 units, right? I like the over. I like the Astros to win, but I think it's because the Astros score runs and considering that the Astros money line is around, you know, plus 100, minus 105, I get a little bit of extra value because I think they win this game by scoring at least five runs. Next game, New York Mets versus San Francisco Giants at 10.15 p.m. Eastern. The pitching matchup is Joey Lucchese versus Anthony Desclafani. The Mets destroy right-handed pitching. This dates back to last season. They finished second in baseball in OPS against right-handers, but this year they sit in 15th. They're due for some positive regression based on their batted ball data, and I think it comes against a pitcher who's due for negative regression. Righties with a heavy sinker-slider combination are usually in for a rough day against this Mets team, especially when his third and fourth pitches are change-ups and fastballs, more pitches the Mets love to hit. The Mets don't grade out well against left-handed pitchers, cutters, and curveballs from right-handers, so this is a good matchup for Mets bats. And Descalfani is playing with fire. He's faced three straight subpar offenses, and the quality of contact has been poor. He's been lucky to grab his ground ball double plays to get out of innings, but we saw it start to fall apart against the Tigers. He finished with a 6.63 ERA in 2022, and I don't see any real changes to, to what he's doing on the mound. Descalfani, similar to Elder, is a pitcher with an XERA above three, below average stuff, and allows a lot of hard contact. While he has the best ERA in the Giants rotation, he has the worst stuff plus grade among all five starters. His stuff plus grade is at 88, 12% below league average. After Descalfani exits the game, one of the worst bullpens in baseball at the moment will enter. The only arm I trust is Camilo Duvall, and even he is off to a slow start. This year, the bullpen has allowed the third highest hard hit rate in Major League Baseball. I like the over, and I like the Mets' money line. The real re matchup and real reason I like both of these plays, again, is due to the Mets' bats. I could play the Mets' money line for around the same price, but I'm unsure what Joey Lucchese and the Mets' bullpen will provide us today. So I'm taking the Mets' team total over 4.5 at plus 100. That's one unit to win one unit. Considering that at Oracle Park today, the wind is blowing straight out to center field. So normally Oracle Park is really tough to hit at, but the weather should be okay. And with wind blowing out, I like a little added home run here. Give me the Mets team total over four and a half at plus 100. So the prize picks entry, remember to use code JustBaseball if you have yet to download prize picks yet for the best daily fantasy app. Whatever you deposit, you get up to $100. You deposit 10, you get 10. You deposit 50, you get 50, all the way up to 100 bucks. Absolute no-brainer to get some free coin. And today, I'm going with Luis Robert under 8 fantasy score. This number is way too high for a player who doesn't steal bases like he once did. The Rays have also owned Luis Robert, who struggles to hit at Tropicana Field. He has an OPS under 500. It's bad. Against the Rays through multiple seasons. They know how to pitch him. After yesterday's off day, the Rays will also have a rested bullpen, so they'll pitch him carefully. I wouldn't expect him to be on base much today. The second leg is Willie Adamas over 7 fantasy score. This is a play I got from my guy Jake Hazen, who, if you watch our daily Twitch stream at 4.30pm Eastern, is the Willie Adamas whisperer. He's usually spot on with him, whether to tail or to fade. It's not just, oh, you should take him every day. He fades him all the time, too. This time, he's tailing him, and I totally agree. Willie Adamas comes alive when he's at home, and he, 
and he'll have excellent hitting conditions today. He's been barreling four seamers and curveballs, exactly what Pavetta will throw to him. Adamas is tough on righties, and seven is a really solid number due to the push potential. And I'm putting 0.25 units to win 0.5 units. That'll do it for this episode of Not Gambling Advice. Again, we'll be back on Monday with more plays, but make sure to tune in to our Twitch stream at 4.30 p.m. Eastern, all the way to 6.30 p.m. Eastern. Tons of plays. We'll go over all the games. Huge slate today. We have 15 games on this beautiful Friday. Hopefully, you guys all enjoy the day and then go enjoy your weekend. And the best way to support this channel is to rate five stars. Again, if you are interested in getting my picks early sent to you, make sure to check out the Dub Club. It is $24.99 a month or $0.83 cents a day. That is in the episode description. After a winning day, I'd hope you at least rate this podcast five stars. We're going to keep rolling today, but we have to remember it's not gambling.